So on this podcast, I'm joined by Alan Gibson from the G, the G Soccer Magazine. So I brought you on the show to talk Chris, about Celtic's brand new Japanese star, Furuhashi. Could you tell us a bit about Furuhashi and what he's like as a player? He's a great player. That's what you want to hear, of course, but it's true. Um, he's a natural finisher. He's fast. He's quick. He's uh, unselfish, but he's also selfish when you need to be, which is good in a striker. Uh, he runs forever. He's always been a fit player, which is good because uh, Ange Postecoglou's uh, going to be a new system for Celtic, of course, but uh, that's the way he plays. So I think Furuhashi is going to be a superb fit for a Celtic, but great player, never gives up, never stops running and scores goals. And um, you spoke about um, he's obviously a striker, but what what positions does he play? Because I've heard people say he plays on the wing, but does he play on all sorts of forward positions? Where would yep. you say where would Definitely. you say would be his best position as a player? Ah, uh, depends who's feeding him, I guess. I don't know that much about Celtic, although I know you've got a new Israeli and uh, and uh, an established uh, forward, and uh, I've had a little bit of a, a check with so many people have been talking about Furuhashi. Um, <clears throat> at the moment, he's, uh, he plays either right in the middle of three, uh, a false nine, for want of a better word, without it, if he's not playing without a big striker. Um, he can play centre forward uh, and either wing. If he's playing with a big striker, then he'll play on either side, usually on the left, although today he came in from the right and scored. And he can also play in the hole if necessary, but uh, he's really good, especially moving on to through balls, uh, especially if the defence leaves something at the back. Um, so, yeah, literally anywhere up front, probably the, uh, the top three positions, left wing, right wing, centre forward, or even just behind the centre forward. Plenty of choice. Yeah. The next part I just wanted to ask you about was um, Suena Hashu always destined to play in European football? Definitely. Uh, I think he's at least three years uh, that Vissel have managed to hold on to him. Plenty of uh, Belgian and Dutch clubs were very interested, even three years ago. Um, but um, he was just growing and very much a part of Vissel Kobe at the time. And uh, they convinced him to stay by bringing along Iniesta, David Vija, Podolski, for Furuhashi to play alongside and with. So uh, he learned a lot from them, uh, playing with uh, superstars. And then uh, another season passed and they, I, I presume they gave him a pay rise and asked him nicely. Perhaps they promised to allow him to go the next time. And then last season, we saw in the Asian Champions League for the first time ever. So uh, that was uh, another pull for him. So they managed to convince him to stay a bit longer. But I'm sure that this uh, this move has been promised. Although, because Ange Postacoglu has suddenly moved to Celtic, uh, Celtic came into the frame. But he was definitely, uh, PSV Eindhoven, for, exact, for example, were definitely interested in plenty of Dutch, Belgian, German clubs have been on his tail for a long time. I'm just going to ask you, would the Postacoglu joining Celtic be a big factor in, in Furuhashi joining Celtic? Uh, I think it's a, a bit left field because we really thought that uh, the, the Dutch, Belgian or perhaps German clubs uh, would be the best fit for him. And Celtic or even the Premier League, due to working permit problems perhaps, didn't really enter into it until the last few months. Um, he's probably played in uh, enough games in the national team for the last two years to qualify now, especially if they take into account the COVID corona problems. So um, perhaps 
in the next month or so, we might have seen uh, Premier League clubs being a bit more interested because uh, because they realise that he might be able to get a working permit. But Postecoglou knows him very well, and uh, he's snapped him up before anyone else did. So good luck to Celtic. Yeah, and and obviously Postecoglou, he spent a lot of time in the G League as well. Do you expect Celtic to dip back into the G League market? It depends on uh, how influential or uh, how much uh, say Postacoglu has actually got in the uh, signing of things, I think. Um, it's possible, that not necessarily the Japanese market, but some Japanese players in Europe. Yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's a guy called Itakura who plays in uh, Holland at the moment. And uh, he's actually uh, owned by Manchester City, which there is a connection, I believe, in the Celtic yes, background too. Yes. And he's a great centre-back and also a defensive midfield player. Uh, I think Ange knows him well because Yokohama F. Marinos also have a 19% uh, stake held by this City Football Group. Yes. So uh, Itakura is a good chance for me, I'd say. But uh, I'm sure Ange has got his eye on people and he's he knows what he's doing. So we'll see. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any, anyone at his club that might fit in. And uh, I think there's a, there's a guy called Daisen Maeda, M-A-E-D-A, Maeda, who's uh, playing for the Olympic team. He's just actually played tonight for the Olympic team, um, who uh, actually played in Portugal for a short time before he came back to play for uh, Yokohama Marinos. He's a possibility. And I, I do see, I think Postacoglu will be looking uh, wherever he's been. He's, he's very experienced. He's got the contacts. Uh, who knows, maybe the, the best Australian players might be available too. Uh, Greek players. He he's been everywhere. He's done it. He's done the lot. So he's got he's got some good contacts. And of course, it seems that Celtic do have a, a reasonable financial situation. And the City Football Group, good or bad, uh, connection there too. So uh, yeah, don't say no to that. I just wanted to ask you because obviously some Celtic fans were like Postecoglou, who is he? But you spoke about there of Postecoglou's great reputation all over Asia. What would you say to Celtic fans that are not sure about Postacoglu? Uh, I'd say, and I'm sure they won't be, <laughs> be patient. Because uh, he has proven himself. He took Australia to uh, to uh, success. He's uh, done very well in uh, Yokohama Marinos. He came into a team that was struggling. Uh, he implemented his situation. He's implemented his systems. Uh, he threw out some dead wood. And uh, the first season he was there, uh, it was close to relegation at times, but they, they managed to stay up. He stuck to his guns. He played how he wanted to play. Next season, they won the championship. Um, they are the team to watch and the team to beat right now. I mean, obviously, we have a team called Kawasaki Frontale, who have won three out of the last four, I think, it's championships. Yokohama, F Marino's won the other one. Um, but, uh, yep, and Ange, as we call him. I'll call him Ange, okay? Ange is uh, yeah. he's, uh, very... Very set in his ways in the best possible way. He doesn't he doesn't suffer fools gladly. Uh, he'll do what he wants to do uh, somehow, whether he's uh, supported by the back room or not. And he won't worry about the fans too much. But um, for now, obviously, uh, hopefully the fans will support him. But uh, I know, especially in Glasgow, uh, there are two extremely passionate sets of fans who will be uh, looking for the first mistake by either team, of course. So yeah. hopefully they'll be patient and uh, they'll get their rewards. Yeah. I just wanted to ask you, in terms of Furuhashi, um, from his club he's at the moment, um, would you say they're disappointed that he's left or, or, or did they realise that this is the right time for him to leave? Uh, I'm sure they are very disappointed 
to, to finally see him go, but it was very much expected. <clears throat> I have contacts inside the club and uh, it wasn't a surprise that he left. Uh, as I said, Celtic was a bit of a surprise due to the uh, the change in their manager in the last few weeks. Uh, so it's happened quickly, but um, he was, as I said, he was definitely leaving and they've, they've signed a, a, a Brazilian, 20-year-old Brazilian who appears very good, but has been almost constantly injured so far. And they have a couple, two or three other decent uh, prospects. And of course, they've also got money um, and reputation and Iniesta to perhaps dip into the market now and find a, another local Japanese replacement too. So disappointed, but I'm sure they were prepared for his uh, departure. So there's talk over here in Scotland that Furuhashi was he was five million quid, and that was a, that, that was a record for for Kobe as a transfer was five million five, five million pounds. Is that correct? I believe he would be just about uh, the most expensive Japanese player so far. Um, not necessarily because of the the value of players or because they're looked down upon in the transfer market, but because of the way the the agents work over here and the contracts work. You know, it's very rare to see a player signed up for three or four years on a contract because the agents really like to push the players around and have them available as soon as they, you know, oh, another club's ready for you? The contract's up in six months, we'll move you somewhere else. It really does happen. So Japanese yeah. players have been moving overseas for for a decade, for, for free, literally for free. There's a guy called Ritsu Doan now. Um, he's just scored an incredibly beautiful goal for Japan against Spain under 24s today. Um, he left Gamba Osaka, my local team, when he was, uh, I think, 19 after only eight league games. Um, his contract was up. He left, as far as I know, he left for free or very cheaply. Um, he's blossomed. He's played uh, three years, I think, in Europe now. Uh, PSV Eindhoven are looking to sell him for 10 million now. Oh, nice, and that would yeah. be a bargain, you know. Um, I presume and I hope that there are things in place um, by Gamba and by the J-League perhaps to, you know, to get something out of it. And I know that uh, Furuhashi's transfer is actually, um, these days, uh, I think the transfers, it's set in that like 1% goes to his school and 2% goes to his university and 5% goes to the team that looked after him when he was 16. So I, be- I believe there are small things like that. Even FC Gifu, the second division team that uh, gave him his first professional contract, will be getting not too much, you know, something like uh, 300,000 euros or something like that, uh, just for you know, sort of signing him up and training him or not just for signing. They gave him his first chance. So uh, hopefully that the Japanese players that are going overseas very cheaply uh, will be at least sending some compensation back. But uh, yeah, it's been it's been too cheap for a long time and it's finally good to see some money coming in. I'm just going to say, do you expect a lot more of the players from the J-League to go overseas to Europe? Uh, well, we've got, uh, we've already lost uh, two of the players from uh, Kawasaki Frontale, the team I was mentioning. One's gone to uh, Fortuna Dusseldorf in uh, Bundesliga 2, actually. It seems he's chosen that to to grow and learn, which is nice. Um, and I think, as far as I know, it was uh, it was free or very cheap, sadly. Um, and um, oh, but that is a loan, though. That is a loan. So he, he could be back, or he could just move on to a better club. Uh, we've lost probably the greatest prospect of the last two years, uh, a guy called Mitoma Kaoru Mitoma. He's apparently almost, or maybe behind the scenes already done, about to sign for Brighton and Hove Albion in the Premier League. Oh, um, although, as I've just discussed with Furuhashi, because he's uh, young and 
just like Furuhashi as well, he, Mitoma uh, finished university, so didn't actually burst onto the scene until the beginning of two years ago uh, when he'd finished university. So he's already 24 now. Um, but so he doesn't really qualify for anything uh, special, like, for example, Hearts had a guy called uh, Rotaro Meshino, who also left Gamba Osaka very cheaply. Um, and he got a work permit uh, for Hearts because he was a, a promising, very young player. But uh, Mitoma is already 24, so he's not going to get a working permit. So he's moving to Belgium. He was a very fast player, very good player. He was another player that played literally, I don't know, half a dozen games for Gamba Osaka and suddenly, boom, he was gone, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's the price of having good players, I suppose. You know, they get snapped up. Yeah. Next, but I just wanted to ask you if you were to compare Furuhashi to one to one top player, who would you compare him to? You want me to say uh, Jimmy Johnston, Tommy Gemmell, <laughs> or are you not that old? Um, <laughs> of course, you know the history of Celtic. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of. Uh, um, Somebody asked me that a few, literally, I don't know, it might have been a year ago when somebody said, How, who would you compare this guy with? And, uh, there was a guy playing for Manchester United called Andre Kanchelskis about 15 years ago that I thought was a, a good player. Um, uh, he's a, he was fast, he was a winger, he's yes, called so. Golf. I'm trying to think of this. I have to say, despite being British, if you hadn't noticed English, um, I have no interest in uh, any football except Japanese, so I can't really... Um, I've, I've just seen a couple of England games in the Euros, though. Um, a, a better Jack Grealish? <laughs> oh, that, yeah. You better not quote me on that, too, because He's Jack Grealish has a lot of promise, a lot of quality uh, in different areas. Furuhashi is uh, he's, uh, quicker, uh, perhaps quicker on the field and quicker in, in the brain than Grealish, but um, he's definitely the kind of player who's got almost everything. Um, I'm slightly concerned, just as I was with uh, Nakamura, Shunsuke Nakamura, when he arrived. Um, that he's not strong enough or big enough. Uh, but, you know, Shinsuke, you know, got on the pasta and did amazingly well. And uh, I think Furuhashi can be ready for that. So uh, hopefully, yeah, he, that's the only thing that a lot of Celtic fans or even uh, Scottish football fans have said, that uh, he's going to get kicked about. So hopefully yeah. he'll survive that and prove he's OK. Yeah, because I've got a photo of Nakamura on my wall, actually. Someone painted yeah. Because he's my favourite player growing up, Nakamura, yeah. Great player. He scored a great free kick free kicks as well, yeah. Manchester yeah. United, that free yeah. kick was a classic, eh? <laughs> yeah. And obviously Furahashi he's won two trophies in Japan as well. Would you say he's equipped to go to Scotland and win trophies? Uh well let's hope so. I mean let's you know, without hopefully between Celtic and Rangers, right? So uh, we want to we want to put Gerard's lot on their ass, right? And uh, make sure that Celtic win everything. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, I mean, Vissel Kobe are. Uh, I, I'm trying to. I think of a team that you know you could compare them with. They're they're a team that have have come into a lot of money. They're, they're only 95 to the 25 years old, um, and they almost went bankrupt. Their uh, 20 years ago already. They almost went bankrupt around 20 years ago. And uh, the guy who took over owns Rakuten, who also sponsor Barcelona, unless they pull out because of this Griezmann affair, but that's a different kettle of fish, right? Um, So they've got loads of money. So they're the kind of team that everybody hates now because they've got loads of money and they buy the best players. 
Um, but they still never won anything until last season. They managed to uh, take the Emperor's Cup, which is the Japanese FA Cup. Yeah. Um, even I played in the Emperor's Cup long, long ago for a, a local team. But, you know, didn't there get very go. far. There you um, go. Because, yeah, literally any, any school and college and local team can enter the Emperor's Cup, just like the FA Cup. Uh, the Scottish FA Cup is the same, I believe. You know, it's, yes, it's everyone, it right? Yes. So uh, Vissel managed to win that, which meant they qualified for the Champions League. And, and they only they lost out in the Champions League to, uh, dare I say it, an, a terrible VAR decision, um, which they, they may well have won the Champions League. And then they won the, the Super Cup, you know, but, you know, that's like the charity shield or whatever you want to call it. So nothing too major. But yeah, I think uh, he's he's not going to he's not going to earn money or eat fried Mars bars. He's going there to, to <laughs> win trophies, you know. Yeah, um, Furuhashi has got six appearances for the Japanese national team as well. Would you say there's a big expectation of him um, for the Japanese public to do well for the national team as well? Yeah, I tell you what, the uh, the national team has been calling on him a lot in the last two or three years, which is great. Uh, he's one of my favourite players well, since before he came to Bissell Kobe. And uh, he's, I think, uh, the Japanese national team, literally over the last, well, it's, it's a year and a half now, at least for the COVID-19 problem. Um, he would have played uh, the overseas games too, but you know he didn't go. So he would have played a few more. What Celtic are going to find, I mean, obviously Nakamura Shunsuke uh, started it off and Koki Mizuno had, yeah, maybe add a little it. bit to it, but um, there are going to be a lot, an, well, a new generation of Japanese fans will be watching Celtic uh, with with bated breath. They'll be buying those team shirts and wearing uh, hmm, what it, what's it going to be? Number seven, number sixteen? Uh, not not number eleven, unfortunately, because you've got a new Israeli guy, right? But uh, the twenty-five, Simis Nakamura. Yeah, I've heard that's available. I wonder if he'd be willing to step into his shoes or not. <laughs> yeah. The next part I just wanted to say finally, so um, Furuhashi played his final game in Japanese football today. And how did he get on? He, he scored a good goal, which I've seen. Um, but he got he took off with 10 minutes to go with the score at 1-0. And obviously they drew 1-1. And there's talk about Furuhashi being possibly injured. Could you clear that up as well? Was it a little bit of an injury? Yeah, sadly, he broke his leg and... and no, <laughs> I'm just kidding, Khan. He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> uh, he, did, he did get hacked about a bit, but, you know, he always does. And, you know, and uh, he, got, he got back up after everything. He earned some fouls. He, he created a couple of chances. And, a, and the, the goal was wonderful, as you saw. It was a nice one-touch, two-touch move and a wonderful finish. Um, basically, um, I, I expected him to be off about 20 minutes to go, to be honest, uh, to give him, uh, you know, his final standing ovation, etc. Sadly, it was an away game and due to the COVID-19, <laughs> there weren't many or any away fans there either, which is a shame. But um, um, no, I didn't expect him to finish the game and he wasn't injured. So don't worry. Yeah. I, and finally, I, I just want to ask you, do you expect simply to get a lot of Japanese followers? To follow Furuhashi, of course, certainly they 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 love him over here. Um, they're going to, as I said, the, the Celtic the Celtic fans uh, in Japan will be 10, 15 years ago people. So it's a new generation, and Shunsuke was uh, was an idol for sure. Yes. but uh, Kyogo is really cute with it too. <laughs> 
the girls love him as well. And the girls oh, really? will be watching him. They will be following him. And the <laughs> funny thing in, in Japan is that uh, a lot of a lot of the players have fans of their own. And these fans, unlike I don't know if it happens anywhere else in the world, and certainly not in England or Scotland, those fans, when the player moves to another club, they follow him. I mean, they don't give up on the old club, but they'll try to watch his games. They'll even yeah. buy the shirt from the other club. And um, when he goes overseas, it's even easier for them to do that because then maybe you don't feel so guilty about looking at another local team. So definitely the, there will be COVID-19 allowing um, Japanese fans and, and press galore at, uh, at the stadium and the ground and the training ground uh, in the next season or three or four. How far do you think Furuhashi can go in, in Europe? Do you think... Uh, he can he can go far. Uh, I think uh, maybe next year or the year after will be like forty five years since Celtic won the European Cup, right? It's about time they won another. Exactly. <laughs> Is that too optimistic, I don't know, but yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's he's definitely um, he's a, he's a great player. No offense to uh, Scotland or Celtic, but he could definitely use as a stepping stone to to go into the Premier League or the Spanish First Division. Um, he's he's got everything, and I'm just hoping that he stays fit and healthy and and can prove it because I, I love the kid. Okay, well, I just wanted to thank you for joining me. I would say to everyone in Scotland and the UK to check out the J Soccer Magazine. Thank you for joining me. Thank you very much. Check me out on Twitter, J Soccer Magazine, and JSoccer.com. The ma- the, you can learn all about Japanese football, which is really why I'm here. I love Japanese football. I want to promote it to the world. So thank you for the opportunity to just to do this and to, and to mention jsoccer.com and jsoccer magazine. So thanks a lot, mate. Enjoy it. No problem.